Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa, and I am joined once again by president of Elite Consulting Partners, Dale Dempsey. How you doing? I'm doing great. I am your humble champion. Humble champion. Awesome. I, I like that. Okay. Can I tell you why? Absolutely. Love to hear that. So just recently, I helped a team out in Kansas make their transition, and they reached out to me the other day, just a few days after, and said, thank you for being our champion on this journey. Wow. And it it gave me that feeling that, okay, you know, like they're the royalty. I'm being the champion of what they want to do. Right. I, you know, that's the right way to be doing this. Okay. Love it. I love it. Big shout out to Jayhawks, by the way, too. I just yeah. I just thought about that's that. That's where I thought you were going with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, I'll say this, though. Basketball talk. Real quick, though, they interviewed some of the players after the game, right? And they said the reason they were pushing so hard is for Bill Self, the head coach, who needed that one really bad. Wow. That's a perfect segue. That was awesome. I didn't know you were in top. That's actually uh, very poignant for this conversation. Today, I think that, you know, we, I say we, not just a collectively, but we, you know, we talk about profitability and we talk about it's all about the net, right? We, we did the podcast on that. We go through pro formas. We do all these things as, a, as entrepreneurs and in the financial space about why do you want to go from W2 to 1099, right? You make more money and all these other things, which is all true. But you know, I think that one of the things that I want to talk about today or the thing that I want to talk about today has to do with sort of like the Jayhawks thing. But I, I was reading on my, my mission trips out west I finally got through a book called The Unforgiving Race to Greatness Winning by Tim Grover. So, and I have all these yellow stickies for, if you're watching us on YouTube, go to YouTube, Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa, you'll see what I'm talking about. So when I read books, it takes me a long time to read a book because I need to, I need to digest everything that I'm reading and I highlight it and then I put sticky notes, right, next to different paragraphs. And then I go back and I reread the highlighted areas. And, and so Tim's book, he also wrote a book called Relentless, which will be next on my list. But it talks about winning and winning as a, I'll call it a being, winning as a, an entity, right, that sort of follows you around and is watching your actions. And do you really want to win? Like he writes in the book that everyone says they're competitive, but you know you might be competitive, but you might not be a winner, right? In your mind, you're competitive, but your actions don't lead to winning, right? Your actions are not winning actions. And so he talks about winning knows that, right? So winning as an entity knows that you might be talking about being a winner, but you're not really a winner because if you were a winner, you know, you wouldn't leave work at four o'clock, right? If you're a winner, you'd take care of your mind and your body, like whatever those things are, right? And winning means something different to everybody. And really that's the overall message is winning means something different to everybody. And it sort of dawned on me about, you know, our firm, Elite Consulting Partners, 
why is it that we're, we're winning, right? And the energy that we have as a firm and we keep bringing on more and more people. And it really dawned on me that we don't really talk about, we rarely talk about the, I'll say the commissions that we make or whatever, right? Our purpose, which is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to build something, right? We're trying to, as our CFO so eloquently put it, you know, we're helping advisors transition their goals and dreams into reality, right? That's really our purpose. And so what, what Tim is talking about with all these winners, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all that, they had a real purpose in mind, which allowed them to focus and everything that they did on a daily basis was driven towards that purpose. So the Jayhawks, and again, I don't know anything about basketball, right? But they won because they had a purpose that was unified amongst the team. And that was win one for their coach. Yeah, if you have that kind of clarity with anything you're doing in life, you make decisions better. You feel better about the decisions that you made. You can explain yourself. You have this clairvoyancy about you when you have purpose. That's one of our, well, by the way, if you're an advisor and you don't have a list of values that are central to you, your team, or even your, just if it's just yourself, go out and do that. This will help you do the same thing. It'll drive your purpose. But for us, our first core value is a commitment to our client. So I know, you know, for us, we can lean on that. When we have a you know, challenge come up, it's a, well, what do we do? You think back to that, right? What's right, right for the for the What's advisor right for the client? client? What's right for the client? I got in a, I got in a little tiff a couple of weeks ago with somebody that runs a, you know, runs the recruiting for one of the, for a firm. I'm not going to name the firm. It doesn't really matter. But the, the argument was about me showing our client to another firm, right? Right. Like, why are you doing that? What do you mean, why am I doing that? Because it's the right thing to do for the client because the client deserves to look at all of the options, not just your option. You know, like I know you think your firm's the best thing since sliced bread, but maybe the advisor doesn't. Maybe the advisor, maybe it's not right for the advisor. And it's my job. And we literally got in this argument about it. And I was like, listen, it's always going to be that way. Right. Like I'm always going to show our clients multiple firms and you might win. Like you might be the firm for them. And maybe me showing them this other firm shows the client why you are the better choice, right? And so to your point, like I sleep well at night knowing what we do and how we do it is always good because it's always putting the the advisor, our client in the forefront, right? And where I was going with some of this in my career, spanning almost 30 years, getting up there, not quite 30 years, but close, I've always said to people like, seems like, well, what's the worst thing that an advisor does when they make a move, right? The worst thing that an advisor does in making a move is focus only on the money, right? When they focus only on the money, it never ends well. What should they be focused so, on? Is the Great question, no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they really have to focus on the purpose and why they're doing what they're doing. Right. So if you're going independent, which is everyone's talking about going independent and that's the way the what we'll talk about till they're blue in the face, which is true. Many of those things are true. But my message here is you have to put purpose in front of profit. Right. Ultimately, that's what we're talking about, putting purpose in front of profit. So there's a great book that has this fantastic antidote inside of it where the lead character of the book is tasked with trying to traverse terrain and having to look at what that end goal will be. This is like actually, I'm thinking about like Lord of the Rings right now. Like how, right. You know, like 
How are you going to get to destination A to destination B and do it? You wouldn't have gone through that journey without purpose in mind. And this is everything to do with putting the profits aside for a second. If you're using that as your as your guidance, you're going to end up maybe putting the ring on your finger the whole time. Right. Versus you're going to take a shortcut. You're not going to put the client in front. We're not saying you're you're dishonest or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say though is if you lead with purpose. And this is anything in life. So I'm not yes, we're talking about financial advisors, but maybe this is a life lesson. Everything you do, you lead with purpose. Everything else will fall into place. In business, if you lead with purpose, your profit will come. You just have to trust that. But if you start off and you look at every opportunity with how much money am I going to make on that particular client, it's not going to end well for you. But if you start with what is it that this client needs and how can I help them and deliver on that, you'll get paid somehow. There's sometimes where we help people because it's the right thing to do. We don't make any money on it, it's but true. then they refer somebody, right? It's true. That's how it works, right? I, I liken it back to my days of coaching youth football. And I may or may not have been, you know, a little bit more challenging to on the on the players, right? Maybe I I've, I've been accused of being loud. I've never yelled at a player. I mean, yelled at them, scolded them. Other than when they would tackle with their head down, I would be pissed, right? But you know, football has a different volume when you're talking and coaching kids playing football. And I was very passionate about the game. I was very passionate about, and these were, you know, from the ages of of six and seven years old right, to junior high school. I coached all the kids, right? But what always drove me, and parents would say, oh, you're too tough on on this person or that person, or maybe my wife would say that, well, I forget who, but probably both. You're too tough, or your parents would say, well, you know, football, is, they should be having fun and all that. And I, what, my response would be, it's more fun winning than losing, right? But what drove me the whole time was that I knew as a coach, my purpose with those young boys was to instill a love of the football game, right? That was what drove me. That was why I watched film all the time. You remember, I used to watch film for hours to help improve them because I want the better they are at the game, the more they're going to love the game, right? And they'll experience that success. And I used to take some shit for it, but I didn't really care. But where I'm going with this is, so I always knew, I always slept well at night knowing, I don't really care what you think, right? You're watching from the sidelines, like I'm participating, I'm spending hours and hours on end and putting all my time in because my goal is to instill love of football into your kids, right? So recently, one of the high school graduates, he just he's just graduating. No, I'm sorry, he's a junior, but now he's gonna he's gonna start coaching one of the youth teams that we oh, we're on. Oh, cool. And so he reached out to me. He wanted to know if I had any any ideas. Can he give me some thoughts? Can he give me you know drills and things like that? And his point was. I said, what what players and what are, you, what are you trying to do or something to that effect, right? And what he said is, what I really want to do is be able to help these guys learn to love the game like you did with me. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Right? So like, it works. To me, <laughs> like all the arguments with the parents, all didn't mean anything. That's what was important to me. Right. Right? Is instilling that love. And, and I just, again, getting back to financial advisors or whatever it is that you do, whatever business you're in, if it's financial advisory and you're a wealth management advisor, great. If you don't drive everything that you do with a sense of purpose, life's going to be more difficult, right? And it's hard to understand 
Tim Grover talks about that with purpose. You know, Michael Jordan had purpose with what he was doing. And he didn't want anyone in his life around him that got in the way, that got in the way of him, of his purpose. And some people thought he was difficult. And if you watch the movie on, on Netflix, you know, there were some people that said he was too tough or he was tough on his teammates and all that stuff. And he got upset when that was happening because he knows he was. But at the end of the day, he made all of them better players, right? Right. Which is why they were able to get as many rings as they did. And so he was driven by purpose and he took shit for it sometimes. But it's okay. He had the reward and he won, right? He won the rings. That was the point. And if you're a financial advisor and you're trying to win in your career, you have to focus on what's the purpose of what you're doing every single day, right? Why are you going into the office every single day? If you're going from a W-2 environment to a 1099 independent private practice environment, what is the purpose of what you're doing? Other than the money, oh, I want to make, I want to double my income. That's not, candidly, that's not a good purpose, right? It's you want to deliver a more holistic financial planning process to your clients that your current firm won't allow you to do. You want to be able to deliver better content to your community via social media and other things that your firm won't let you to do because you need your purpose is to educate investors on X, Y, and Z, right? You shouldn't be focused on how much money I want to make next year, right? It's how many families, right, can I do a holistic financial plan for and what percentage of our clients have done a, a um, you know, state plan and, and done a will and all that stuff, right? What percentage of my clients have life insurance? Because one of the things that I need to do is make sure that all of our clients are secure and have a, have a safe strategy just in case something goes wrong, right? It's your purpose. However you want to articulate it, if you have that in mind, you will more than double your business. Your business will take off. Talk about your purpose. Think about your purpose say it out loud, write it down, because the universe, right, and winning, who's like the backseat driver, right, winning knows if you're on the right path or you're not on the right path, right? So, you know, when we talk about, some people talk to us about our vision, right, our vision for elite, and what are we doing here, and why are you guys growing, and why are you bringing people on all the time? You and I talk about a vision that, that we've created over the many years, and, that vision, one of the reasons is to give people an opportunity to come to a firm, right, where they can achieve sort of their personal professional goals that they maybe wouldn't achieve elsewhere. There are a lot of people in the space, wholesalers, and different people that have seen their careers go south because of what's happening. So we're creating an environment where people can come here, right, for the right reasons and really create a wonderful career for their families, right? One of our core values is firm and family. Right. Right. Ultimately, it's to be able to build a career that can help you and your family achieve your goals. You know, whether it's things, there can be things, but it's experiences. Right. I want a mountain lion hunt. Right. My wife said to me, What do you want for your 50th birthday? You want a watch? You want something else? I don't want a thing. Right. I wanted the experience of a mountain lion hunt at this age. So that's purpose. And so we're building a company together where we're giving people an opportunity to come here to help fulfill their personal professional goals and dreams, right? None of it is about, oh, I'm, I want people to come here so they can make a million dollars a year, right? That's not why we want someone to come here. It should be said that a lot of folks have come here 
with purpose because where they were at before this, they were not able to help the advisors in the way that they wanted to. And, oh, dude, that's and, a great point. And, Elaborate on that because that's really good. I mean, look, there's there's plenty of places in life where the company's vision, your vision, your end client are in conflict. And you know, maybe well, we've- I'll be more direct. Okay. So, so Dale's, <laughs> Dale's trying to be sort of coy about the whole thing and very professional. I appreciate that from him. That's why, that's why we work well together. I'll be more direct. You know, there are people that work for different companies and they're great companies. They're not, yeah. they're not bad companies, right? right. But candidly, if you're, if you're a, a regional recruiting manager for firm A, B, or C, right? And you're talking to an advisor and you're, you want to consult with them, you can't really consult with them because you only have one option. Mm-hmm. So you're not really a consultant if you only have one option to talk to your firm about. So we've had some some folks that have been able to see what we're doing here and understand that if they really want to provide a holistic so holistic advice to their advisor client, then they have to be at a firm like mine, ours, because we provide that platform. They can still actually recruit for the firm that they were at, right? Right. You know, we have somebody that joined us from from a firm recently, and he's got actually candidates going to that firm, but he's gotten he's he's been more successful because he also has clients going to other firms that had he been at the other firm, he wouldn't have been able to provide that advice and that guidance and really help help that client out. Drive their is, purpose. Right. With that was his purpose. Yeah. We have somebody else that used to call herself a consultant all the time, right? I want to be a consultant. I want to be a consultant. Well, she only worked for she only only had access to two different firms. And so like I understand what your purpose is, right? But where you are and what your purpose is don't line up because that really was her purpose. And she came here and she's doing a phenomenal job with her clients, right? Which then becomes more rewarding. You know, we have clients where we talk about giving them great advice, how rewarding it is that we're going to help them. You know, this is an income thing, but how we're going to help them double their income. So our reward is not the money we're making. It's seeing somebody that we're helping them double their salary and what that's going to do or their income, what that's going to do for their family, right? And they're getting millions of dollars. So what's that going to do for generations of their family? To me, that's the reward. That's our reward. Yes, we'll make money doing it, but it's more exciting to see our clients' dreams being fulfilled. And if you're running your own company, whatever company it is, right? If you're not putting your clients' goals and dreams, whatever that is, in front of your profit, it's going to be a short-lived business. That's my point. So I'm passionate about it. Read this book called Winning with Tim Grover. You know, Dale made a point. If you're a single practitioner, you're just you and an assistant, you can still figure out what your purpose is, right? You don't have to have a big team to have purpose and then drive towards that purpose. Figure it out why you're doing what you're doing. One of the questions I ask is, what do you want to be when you grow up? That's really about purpose, right? right. It's, not, it's not how much money do you want to make when you grow up. It's what do you want to be when you grow up? And if your firm took your purpose at some point in your career, take it back. Or getting in the way or blocking your purpose, right? Take it back. So, hey, that was great. Sorry, I was a little passionate about that. But, you know, listen, I love talking about this stuff. Check out our podcast. We have some other great stuff on there. Look at our, our YouTube channel, Advisor Talk with Frank LaRose. You'll, you'll see what we look like today. We, If you're looking at our episode today, <laughs> we don't always wear jackets. 
Somebody's trying to get me in a chicken suit. So I was trying to get I, a chicken I suit sh- back out. I chicken suit. About I heard chicken suit. I heard a penguin suit. And now I just heard a horse, a horse head. A horse head. Horse head. Oh, we'll boy. see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for watching. We appreciate the time. I hope you find your purpose. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts. Mm-hmm.